Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. I have no idea what number we're on, but this is a special uh, podcast because we have a lot of people here, like a whole mess of us. So let's go around. I am Philip. We have Bob, Bree, Danny, Kim, Liz. We got a mess of us here. So uh, we have kind of open mic night on podcast, but we're going to be covering a few different topics. Uh, we had a, our recent children's revival, and that was a lot of fun. We're going to discuss that. We're also going to talk about some uh, not very, very sad news uh, about Brother James Wang's passing and just uh, kind of eulogize what he's meant to us as a church and individually. And then we'll talk uh, uh, about something else Brother Lee wanted to bring up, um, a little bit about team building and coming together as a team. So let's just start there, Brother Lee. Sure. Yeah, I was just thinking. So... Um I don't want this to sound like a, 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 what, a mutual admiration society here, um, but I, I, I definitely um, want to congratulate and just compliment our team, our Sunday school team. Uh, I think we're, we're a, a, a great team. Now, I, I'm not going to say we're the best team out there Sunday school, but because this is the only team I know, so the best one I know. Uh, I'm going to step out there and say this is the best. Yeah. You guys are phenomenal. Um, but what I started thinking about, so, so maybe some tips for um, what can help build uh, your team. So, and and, and I, I want to say this is is um, if you're out there and you're listening, and if you can't uh, compliment and say you got the greatest team, I think everybody should think their team is the greatest. Absolutely. You know? And if you're struggling to, if you're like thinking that wow, we got a gap here or a hole here or something like that. Uh, well, hopefully these these things will help, and um, and and just maybe thinking about things that that can help um, maybe energize or, or develop your team. And uh, so I started thinking about about this today, and um, uh, and 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 what's what I think is really neat is well, we, we have a diverse team. You know, my work and stuff. They always uh, well when I used to have a job, I guess uh, they. <laughs> Wow. Uh, wait, anyway. wait to lay the news on is easy, all right? Anyway, uh, you know, they talk about diversity and inclusion and stuff like that. And a lot of you kind of know what that means out in the work world. But we have a very diverse team, you know. We've got uh, young, you know, to old and and I'm, I'm not looking at don't right even now. look okay. over here. <laughs> but but I think that really helps because it, it can add so much. I mean, all we need is a, is a grandma. Um, and I don't know mm. grandma sweet tea. We counts, have one, but yeah, you don't count. Just because, <laughs> but she's not a real one. But uh, but I think it's it's fun because you think about the dynamics and skits and different things you can do. We got so many different things we can do with that. We got we got every uh, gender group covered in our team. Um, <laughs> That's another all two. All so two, you're not two. editing, or that's right. This is brother, brother Lee, let's just scoop right on. But anyway, right. but no, but I mean, I, again, I, there, I think there's probably Sunday school departments out there that may just have female uh, or men. I don't know. It's possible, you know. So anyway, um, uh, but, but, but good recovery. Yes, yes. That's so anyway, uh, but I started thinking about that, and you know what's neat though is like uh, Liz and and Bree. Um, I, I don't think I've known you guys for over a year, no. right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, right? 
And uh, I mean, I've seen you in church for for years. I don't think I've ever said hi to you. Maybe that. No, you never said hi. To never. Did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so actually so walked right past me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday school kind of brought us all together. And uh, and Bree, I, I remember the first time I think I said to you as you were in. I don't know if you remember, I think we're in, in the fellowship hall. It was either getting ready to tape. And I just went up and I just said, so how did you end up at in the lighthouse church? Remember? And like five hours later, I, I knew how she ended up at in the lighthouse church. But, but, you know, so it's like, we've, we've kind of, gelled. I think the lesson we just got is you need to be a little more friendly, brother Lena. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe introduce yourself around the church. occasionally. <laughs> But, I, you know, I just think it's neat that, that you know, we've kind of come together. I think COVID, we've talked about that before, kind of brought some things together. Just mm-hmm. kind of, it kind of forced us to do some things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just think it's really been neat, but it's, it's been encouraging. I think, so some team-building tips is... Here, here, here's a team-building tip. If someone joins your group, introduce them to the podcast. Sister Sabrina Toronto. <laughs> she just walked in, and uh, whether she wanted to or not, she is now part, part of the podcast. So, Sister Sabrina, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> hi, my name is Just say hi or anything you like. Hi. Yes. Okay. Success. No, we're excited that she is a part of our team as well. I'm sorry. Interrupt. Yeah. No, I'm just, and anybody can jump in, but I just think that, you know, um, by having the, a diverse group and, and encouraging people, I think, but one of the things I think is, 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 is I think we generally all love each other. And I, I really mean that. And, um, uh, but I think we have a safe environment where we encourage each other. And, uh, and we, we balance ideas around, and I think it helps the creativity kind of flow with different ideas. I mean, I th- think of some of the, the texts, our group text, you know, chats that we have. Oh, my. How we don't ideas. share those. <laughs> We're very serious. Yeah, yeah we keep it through. Very serious. serious. But, but, I mean, think of how many different uh, either lessons and, and skits and different things have, have been, you know, kind of spawned off of those things and stuff. But I think it's, and, and I, you know, there's no egos and, and things like that, and I think people have feel comfortable throwing out ideas I, I, I mean the, I mean I threw out some ideas Philip was apologizing that some of my ideas for the skit we did the other night was like didn't get used I, like, I could care less they'll get used later or never get used but not every idea is a great idea either well so, it wasn't that it wasn't great it just didn't flow with what the direction so, it was headed but that but that's the thing it's like so I think we can you know feel comfortable sharing things and just working together and, and learning Absolutely. and just and encourage people and letting them feel comfortable with with different roles or different things that that they might want to do during the, the um, you know the course of a Sunday school day or something like that. But just I, but just people Absolutely. stepping out. I'm really proud of, of of everybody in this team here, Liz and yeah. and Bree and just everybody. And just so really I think I think we can all agree that we really I mean we've always had a good Sunday school, but it really came alive when we started recording for COVID. We worked together on a much closer basis. We sometimes record two or three times. Because the first time didn't record, remember that awful thing? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. We did a whole hour of Sunday school and none of it was recorded, so we, we had to do it again. So <laughs> tired. So tired after. But we did better our second time. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so I think step one to any team building, if you want to make your team better, is start a pandemic. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> step um, one. Maybe not. <laughs> but, but seriously, uh, the more you work together, the closer you get. But... Uh, I was talking or texting Liz today, just saying what a great job she did at the Kids Revival, and say she's been in 
for less than a year? Like this is exactly so a year this month, right? Being in Sunday school in the classroom, yesterday was one year. That's so cool. <laughs> but you were recording before that, is that right? Yeah. With us? Okay. So uh, it hasn't been that long in Bree, it's even less, I think, is that right? Or the same amount of time? I think so. It was like right in the middle, I think, of COVID. What is wild is you guys have brought such a new dynamic, like Brother Lee was saying. It is so much fun. Like, you guys are nuts. I never know what you're going to say. I never know what you're going to do. And then the unpredictability is awesome. <laughs> but it really does add so much. It's pretty cool. Uh, now, I don't want to put you on the spot, Sister Sabrina, but we've all introduced ourselves to the podcast at one time or another through, through the past months. But no one, you haven't. And if you're, if you're uncomfortable with this, I can, I can cut this later. But I would love to hear uh, what got you in Sunday school and what you... Just kind of like your thoughts on why you think it's important, uh, anything like that, we'd like to hear about it. God kind of laid it on my heart to work with the kids. Um, I do have like a stage fright thing still, trying to get over that. We're going to talk about Liz's stage fright after <laughs> this. Uh, but yeah, I think we've all been there. If you don't, you're, you're missing a gene, I think. <laughs> What do they say? Public speaking is the, the greatest number. fear anyone has next to death or something, or greater than death at times, mm -hmm. which is scary. Anyway, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. Okay. So what got you into it in the first place? I know you said you got laid it on your heart. and your, your Was your husband and kids already involved at that point? No, I actually got involved when he signed up. That kind of pushed me to cool. do it because I wasn't going to. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then I finally said, okay, God. That's awesome. Yeah. So there are so many different roles in Sunday school, and it's 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 funny how we have all kind of graduated through the roles. At first, we're like, "No, leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to do crowd control." And then it's pretty soon. It's, "Hey, could you do this piece, this piece, this piece?" Until you're finally like in the mix. So, Sister Sabrina, you tell us when you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna throw you into the fire, <laughs> into the deep end. Uh, but no, uh, we're we're excited that you are are part of our team as well. But uh, back to what we were talking about, stage fright. <laughs> so <laughs> when you started recording with this, Liz, if I remember right, what, what did you tell us about it? You, you said you were so nervous that something odd happened every yes. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that happened more in person. So I remember the very first thing I ever did involved in Sunday school was a puppet show. And it was when we were recording. So, I don't know if you guys remember, but I wrote a script. It was oh, yeah. Greg and I. I and that. I think I restarted the puppet show like five times. Because I just, I kept laughing or like, like oh, I can't do it. I'd get through half of my lines and like, I can't, I just start over, I just start over. And even when we were, I really like writing skits. I really like being involved with them. But I remember sometimes I would even write a skit. And then we would get there the day of and I'd be like, here, you guys are all in it. I'm watching. <laughs> I remember you doing that. <laughs> I've done that. And then um, just because I would get so nervous and that wasn't even in front of the actual children. I just would get so, so, so nervous. And then when we actually started in the classroom, oh my word, Sunday mornings, I would be like, how can I text Philip that I am <laughs> deathly ill and unable to come? Like, I'd rather be dead. And I remember I would, um, I would literally get worried sick i would be like either throwing up or almost throwing up like over the toilet 
gagging and telling myself like why am I even doing this? Like, I can't, I can't. And it's just in front of kids. But I would get so nervous. And then one day, I was there, and I was so sick, and I, I like, really, really wanted to text you. And then I, I don't even know if this is appropriate, but I was like, man, God, this is stupid. Like, help me. This is so dumb. It's something I enjoy. I love the kids. Like, I want to be there. Help me. And he did. I don't, he's probably like, Liz, that was a really, really ridiculous way to ask me, but fine. But he helped me, and I was able to, like, grow a lot from that he, he didn't just help you. For anyone that wasn't there Sunday morning of our kids' revival, Liz... Magnificent. Was a, you can't even describe it. It's one of those you-had-to-be-there moments. But she played the lost sheep in the story, in the parable of the man. shepherd with the lost sheep. And she was unbelievable. Her tumble down the stairs alone would have challenged many acrobats. The fact that you were able to walk away from that is unbelievable. Which she practiced she multiple practiced. times falling down the stairs. Honestly, prior. if I hadn't seen you fall down the stairs three or four times that morning in practice, yeah. I would have thought you broke your neck. So I didn't know she practiced. And she, I had happened to go out and sit with some of the kids that were getting a little rowdy. And she falls, and I was like, on the edge of my seat, like, no. <laughs> and I'm looking around, and Philip looks like he's shocked. And I'm like, did she really fall? And it took me so long until I was like, oh, no, she's, she's okay. Like, that was part of it. And I did there, not know. It wasn't a trip and fall. It was a trip, hit the first stair, and then thump down every stair of the, of the pole platform. Until you hit the bottom, and then a good couple rolls. Yeah. I mean, it was a hard fall. And then she laid there Moaning. for more drama of it, and <laughs> laid there until like she lifted her head, and I was like, she died. Like, <laughs> like she was gone, and she the poor little lamb was just lost she, forever. She finally reassured the audience with <laughs> the the line that will go into everlasting yes. memory. I think I broke my lamb chop. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, pretty God. epic. Yeah. I had to lay there because Julian's lines were next. So. <laughs> I had to yeah. pretend I was dead was, for a dramatic effect. Well, what was funny is I, I, I genuinely was startled, even though I knew how you had practiced. But I knew you were okay. Uh-huh. I thought. Like, I was <laughs> but So I had to play it up. You know, I'm standing up like, I can't believe this just happened. Um, but I had a lot of people say, you are going to go help her, huh? Like, you really thought. I was like. You really looked like it. Like, you were, like. I would, for her. It was about 80% <laughs> and 20% genuine concern. Until you said your lamb chop line, I'm like, okay, she's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was totally fine. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of, of people came up to me after like, I wanted to go help you. Were you okay? <laughs> and I was like, well, you didn't. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. But Was it yeah. the same people that wouldn't say hi to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, you, before you did this, you mentioned something about practicing falling. Yes. And I told you about in one of the plays many, many years ago where I got thrown off the platform in the crucifixion scene and yeah. I landed like on my rib with my hand underneath and I think I actually cracked a rib. Uh -huh. I, mean, I was so painful. I, mean, I was really hurting. And so we were talking about that and I was backstage so unfortunately I didn't get to see it. So could you do it again tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. After this. <laughs> so I, I didn't get to see it. So I, I missed the whole thing. So unfortunately. There was a pastor once that was preaching and fell and broke his leg while he's preaching 
And no one believed him because he was, he was a joker and Sarah thought he was kidding. And he's screaming, help me. And everybody's like, ah, that's hilarious. Man, so I think, you, Liz, man. if you had started saying help me, we would have really laughed. Like, <laughs> oh, sure. Man, she's a I, well, I did, but it was like, hey, help me. <laughs> yeah. It was a little different. It was brilliant, really. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't know really how you can script how to become close as a team. It just kind of happened through, through just spending a lot of time together. Um, especially through COVID, but uh, yeah, if you. But I, I think it happens too because we all have like we all share a burden. Yeah. All of us are in Sunday school, and all of us are on bus, so yeah. we, it's just like a common. It, and, and there is something about that 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 annoying text thread, and I know that it's it, it's it's half like oh great ding 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 <laughs> in my pocket just you know going off and off and off. But it's awesome because it really does have life throughout in between Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's a continual flow of conversation and it's 90% just funny, silly stuff. And then there's that 10% serious that gets lost in the shuffle, <laughs> which hints my, my pinned my pin chat. Uh, but no, it really it really has uh, added to it. And, and Bree and Liz, you guys feed that thing like... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, like today, I was just sitting. I was getting ready to cook something, I, and I so I threw out that trivia thing about uh-huh. the old uh, quartet, you know, days. And I, I was like, I, next thing I look at my phone, I was like 23. <laughs> Only 23? What was funny well, that was before I just like bobbed through the stick of dynamite in the thread and walked yes. away from it. I was like, and then he leaves. Bob, <laughs> Bob, is that right, Bob? There's <laughs> nothing crickets. Brother leaves a like chaotic neutral in that chat. But that's the thing. It's like we just have so much fun. and uh, but So there's that. We have our team meetings. That Are we having a meeting this month? Mm. No, we kidding. were. We uh, had to but, bump. Uh, but, but but those kind of things and just getting together and spending time together, I think it just yeah. it just helps because again we we I think we feel comfortable with everybody and, yeah. and that that's so important you know because if you don't feel comfortable like even like I think of work and like I said when I had a job um, you know you have teams that you you know you felt comfortable with and uh, but you know but you know as it, it, you know work is what was work at least it was in case you don't know for the, for the least, not I'm, I'm retired I think I'm going to retire they retired me uh, but anyway uh, but I, I, again I think it's just it's just fun that we just you know can can help it helps bonding and, and things like that and, and just the, but like I said outside activities Liz and I are on the bus she's my boss now and uh, um, but I just oh, think it's, it's a blast we just have a great time but we do extra things you know and church and other activities i'm taking dan we're going fishing this weekend yeah. with a couple of other kids in the church and and uh, just having a good time yes yeah, so brother danny's a bus driver Bree's a bus captain brother lee works on the purple bus i drive the blue bus sister sabrina is on the red which a yellow yellow bus and uh liz is captain of purple so and kim who had to step out just now is uh on red route so there is, yeah, there's a double, a double layer of, of camaraderie here. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, let's just talk about our kids' revival. So um, we did the space theme. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the pictures on Instagram, you know, you see it in your head, right? You yeah. kind of like see what you hope it's going to look like. You maybe see pictures and you're like, man, if we could kind of make it look roughly like this, that'd be cool. I really think that the way the set came out was better than any picture I saw on Instagram so or, or on Pinterest or anything. It was so cool. 
It was so cool. And it was a combination of all of these different things that weren't even like, Bob, you bring in those stars that I didn't even think about that to you brought them, but it made it. It, mm-hmm. it absolutely put that, that, the icing on the cake. It was so um, awesome. For those of you who don't know, we, we mentioned this last podcast, but we ordered a, a billboard size banner. It's 48 feet by 14 feet, full color billboard uh, as our backdrop, which basically filled the entire sanctuary and made it just look like a, the greatest back backdrop of space. Um, then in front of it, we built kind of a cockpit looking thing. Um, and uh, Brother Danny, you, you helped us with a lot of the building of the set of the actual, why don't you just kind of describe kind of what all went into it. The silly, the, the, the flimsiest of materials ended up looking so cool. Yeah, and it was, what was really, really neat is uh, we just came, I don't know, it was Thursday or something like that, and we just started doing, just putting up the I don't know, little foam thingies that have aluminum on the front uh, and just taped them together. And and what was even worse, the one we were putting them up, I think Friday, oh. was it Friday? Oh, and it was Thursday. Thursday. And then... <laughs> I'm sick thinking about this. The, so <laughs> Philip was... was with somebody, I can't remember who else was holding this humongous ladder. I mean, I think this is, the ladder's like 18 feet tall or something. So we had it laying down. We were gonna take it off the, the platform and somehow the back of the ladder hits the, the foam board and everything goes tumbling down after we had it up. So this completely. thing, our, our, our set in the middle was 12 feet and we had 16, 20 feet on each side. Yes. So we had 40, 50 feet of props basically. Yes. And the whole thing collapsed. It just fell. Pieces oh. busted. The wood broke a pe- apart. And we stood there for like <laughs> just 10 <laughs> seconds like, <gasps> what just happened? And it was probably 80% done. Like we were, yes. we were well underway oh, yes. and the whole thing fell apart. I would have cried. I was sick. <laughs> and, and I just heard Philip just say, what just happened? <laughs> and I just looked and I was like, oh man. So anyway... God was good, and we when we picked it up, maybe small, minor pieces were missing. What was out funny of the is the wood busted, and the styrofoam didn't. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like the styrofoam just yep. popped off, which yep. was cool, and it saved it. But that the wood the frame <laughs> smashed. Like we had to go replace pieces of wood and stuff. And the the little bit I'm of foam that see. did come off, we just taped it with that aluminum looking tape, and yeah. all yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, it was it was one of those sickening moments yeah. that, that ended up being okay. <laughs> I remember, uh, this is a little off topic, but uh, I remember watching my dad. He was recording his book, Journey of a Lifetime. He was audio recording. And he had spent 20 hours recording so far. And the computer crashed. He lost 20 hours of recording. And I remember just being so sick. He was as mad as I've ever seen him, as sick as I've ever seen him. Just, And I was like, okay, what do you want to do? He said, hit record. I said, what? He said, hit record. If I think about it, I will never start again. Hit record, get another computer, and oh, hit start. Wow. And that's exactly what we did. And ever since, and when something really bad happens, I'm like, hit record, go. <laughs> don't, don't look at the set, pick it up, and just start. Because if we think about it, we'll never, mm-hmm. we'll just put, we won't yeah. put the same mm-hmm. effort into it. So, uh, yeah, that was a sickening moment. But it came out. Yes. It came out. So we had the, the cockpit built with these, like you said, the reflecting, these eight by four styrofoam panels with the aluminum inside. We use it for insulation, I think. Yeah. That foil tape was awesome. It worked well. And it blended right in. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even hardly see it. 
in the middle we had a cockpit window that we printed out of a vinyl banner <clears throat> and did that spray adhesive on the back and then just lined it with the uh, led the led lights that yeah. you guys kept getting yep. shocked with yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh if you haven't well i don't know what it was i don't no. think it was i really don't think it was the electricity because when i pulled the plug i was still getting shocked <laughs> i don't know what it was just static electricity it was bizarre uh, but we had black light stuff, and this was kind of Liz's deal. So why don't you tell us about our planets? It was you. I didn't do any of them. I, I made them, but it was your vision. I saw it on Instagram. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, so brother Philip bought beach balls. What size were they? I don't 42 inch. So 42 inch. It's funny, because that's massive on the ground. That's like four feet across. Yeah. But when they were hanging from the ceiling, they looked tiny. They were huge. Mm -hmm. Not so, tiny, but they didn't look that big. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it's true. But like on the floor, my husband used an air compressor to blow them up. It took like a tank plus more of air. So it took a lot. Um, but yeah, we painted them with uh what did you buy well we tried the fluorescent spray, spray paint but it just you could see right through it mm -hmm. and so we uh knew we had to put some thicker paint on before we painted them yeah so and you I got bought, like a paint well, and primer what was funny is i went to home depot and they have like that reuse section like people brings bring back paint and so it was like for pennies on the dollar it's mm -hmm. not like you don't pick the color it's whatever's available so mm -hmm. i just got i think it was like a light purple so I just yeah. grabbed it and you used that. Painted a beach ball with a roller, right? Is that what you used? Yeah, those little like sponges that yeah. are sponges. And then she used the fluorescent spray paint. Mm -hmm. It looked so cool. It looked like Jupiter hanging up there. It looked yeah. like you like modeled it after Jupiter. It was so cool. It was a lot of fun. And so it was hanging in our rafters, which are black. And then we put these black light spotlights, which we got on Amazon for like 30 bucks. And it, it just had the coolest effect. It looked so awesome. Then Bob had the idea for all these smaller satellites. What, what all were they? Just uh, dollar store, little fuzzy, like six, eight inch little balls with a little... What are those called? They're like the stringy, gummy... Yeah, yeah, so they have like about a, an inch long, like hundreds of little spiky balls. And, um, and, they, and I thought, well, what if these will glow? So I got red green and orange i think and and philip got the light out and they sh they shone really well and so mm -hmm. we hung just kind of drop those hanging around the planet and, and now we're uh, looking for the rest of them kind <laughs> of disappeared our planets uh, are gone somewhere my if we're looking for a good giveaway them, so. i think we need to buy a bunch of those for yeah, giveaways because yeah. those are highly desirable apparently <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, you know, you know what's neat though? I mean, I don't know how much the ban the banner was probably expensive, but the rest of the stuff was mostly Dollar Tree stuff mm -hmm. and uh, pretty inexpensive stuff, but it came out. Like, <clears throat> yeah, so the, the main backboard, if anybody wants to do something that gigantic, is about $400 for a four, 48 foot by 14 foot custom. You, you choose your own design. <clears throat> um, and it's full color printing and it's good printing. Yeah, I yeah. chose yeah, Economy. It's from Billboard Flex. And, and from, we got this idea from Brother Gabe Baker in uh, Chehalis, Washington. That's where I saw it for the first time. This massive banner. It's the biggest banner I've ever seen in my life. And I asked him where he got it. And sure enough, uh, Billboard Flex, about 400 bucks. And I chose Economy Printing. So I thought it was going to be kind of a... Cheapy. Yeah, like not like look great. But from a distance, it looks fine. But up close, it looks terrible. It was unbelievable. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know what high quality looks like because that was insane. Yeah. So uh, that's <clears throat> that's what we paid, and it came out really good. It was kind of a challenge to hang, as you can imagine, a sixty-pound banner. Yeah. That, you know, that size is tough, but we figured it out and yeah. got it up there. It worked out really well. Really nice. <clears throat> uh, 
So I don't know how much our whole set cost. Probably that was our biggest outlay by far. And then those foam panels were about $15 each. Yeah. And we had nine or 10 of those, I think, that we bought. So that part added up. But other than that, like you said, it was mostly cheap stuff. So anyway, our kids revival went really good. We had a Friday night. We did a full skit. Uh, Sister Sarah wrote the bulk of it, and then we changed it all because that's what we do. <laughs> we all read through our lines and then promptly forget them and come up with our own lines. But we followed the general direction of them. Uh, science uh, Rocket Club. Mm-hmm. Brother, brother Bob, you were the rich yeah, sponsor. Yeah, sponsor. yeah, yeah. Egan, Egan Dusk, aka yeah. Elon. What's his guy's name? Elon Musk. Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, play off of him. Um, so, um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, brother Larry was the evil uh, club member. Lucian yeah. Delaney was the leader of the club. Miss Drizzle. And uh, me and Sarah were her really dumb sidekicks, which I was a part I embrace. <laughs> I just feel like that's my part. And then, of course, we had our Easter people back. <clears throat> Easter. Esther. Esther was an That's right. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there. Um, Esther, we had our four. Well, and Kim was my sidekick, but she was the brilliant. She wasn't the dumb sidekick. She was the brainy sidekick. I was yeah. Zeely de Neptune. Yes. <laughs> and I just uh, followed him around with the clipboard and told him what to do next. <laughs> it was awesome because you were able to have your lines in there and everything. Yeah. I'm like, that is brilliant. So I that's one that thing we, a lot of us try to do when we're doing skits is if you can't have your necessarily like your script up in front of you, find a prop to hide it. And I know a lot of us already know that. But as his uh, secretary, I was like super secretary, and I had a folder where I would take all his current notes, quote unquote current notes, but it was a printout of our entire skit. So anytime someone would go off or someone did something or, you know, we were in the back and I had this huge notebook that everyone could kind of glance at and see what was going to come up next. And that actually worked out. Just yeah, really, another, really well. <laughs> another cheat we did as well is we have three projectors in our church, two up front, one in the back. So we were able to split off the one in the back and have our script up on the back wall. And someone was scrolling in between, uh, scrolling our lines for us, trying to keep us on track. And then Brother Larry was able to mirror that screen on two laptops that were on the, on the platform. It was That was a game changer for me. It was because when it's on the back wall, I can read it. But I don't want to look like I'm reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it's down there, I can change where I'm reading at any point, and it, they can't tell that you're reading your lines. Yeah. I never even thought of that. Well, it's like, <laughs> and now so you I, tell me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, I would like you know gaze longingly into space and read my next line, and then I'd look down at my feet and read the next one. <laughs> it, was, it was so great. It was awesome. That made such a difference. Well, fortunately, we weren't doing like a Bible story where they didn't have computers and things like that on the platform. That's true. So, well, you so can hide anything. anything. Yeah. You can yeah. hide oh, yeah. a scroll. Like you said. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, make I a rock and hide I once hid my phone script in a baby. <laughs> it was wrapped. My phone was wrapped in a blanket acting as a baby. <laughs> I've seen parents who give their, their kids phones that are like... <laughs> no. uh, but that, yeah, that was uh, really helpful. Um, brother... brother uh, my goodness, brother Danny, my brain. What's your character's name? Uh, Axiom Axi- 3000. Axiom 3000, he came from our Esther skit as well, yes. along with 
course, Brie as Raven, the very, very scary uh, girl. Liz, who was the in love with love lady. Do you hope this romantic? Your line, your second marry me, was one of the funniest proposals I've ever heard. That was the, it was the funniest spot in the like our production. Just because like. You startled a lot of people. Laugh. It was great. I love. Well, yeah. I, I I like to embarrass myself. I guess. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> well, and I haven't asked my wife yet. I don't. Do <laughs> but you're gonna ask her to marry you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but during the play, and I heard it from the platform. I don't know oh, why. Oh my word! So when I know who it was. <laughs> so she said something, and then the, one of the kids in my wife's class said, "He's already married." <laughs> so it was, it was pretty funny. Oh so, my uh, word. That's funny. Good. No, so th- those characters were so unique. You guys came up with them during the Esther skit. We had uh, the the scary, very dark young lady. We had the lady that's in love with love. We have the kind of the gold digger, but not like a Christian gold digger. <laughs> Is there such a thing? Um, sure. Yeah, she's your daughter. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> Then we had Sarah Torado, who her yes. her role oh, is so funny. So good. She's a nerd's nerd. Like she just <laughs> she owns it. Uh-huh. What was funny is I had several people tell me, especially about you guys, that they had never seen that side of you. Like they were flipping out. They're like, I had <laughs> I had never seen Liz, Brie, and Sarah act like that. Like it was oh, just so <laughs> mind bending to them. They had never seen it. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was pretty cool. You guys blew a lot of people away. Oh, <clears throat> But awesome, awesome roles. Um, and then, uh, anyway, we're not going to tell the whole story, but it, we told this whole thing, finally went down to the end. We all prayed through, except for Larry, poor guy. <laughs> um, had an altar call. We had a couple kids get the Holy Ghost, yes. a parent get the Holy Ghost that night, <clears throat> Sunday morning. Awesome. We kind of changed it up a little bit, made it a little more Sunday school style. Um, then Brother... Uh, Howard wrapped it up, <clears throat> and then we had another parent and another child get the Holy Ghost on Sunday morning, which was really cool. So I think a total of five or six get the Holy Ghost, if I if I remember right, <clears throat> between the two services. So really, really exciting, really cool. But then it carried over into Sunday night. Yes, oh. and tell us about it, Liz. What oh. happened? My my daughter, my youngest one, Aubrey, she got the Holy yeah. Ghost. Yeah. Lots of tears. <clears throat> You know, it's some. It's Happy. really interesting. <laughs> we we do so much on bus ministry for other people's kids, and mm-hmm. we pick up kids from the community, and we feed them, and we care about them. And I, I've actually heard, not from here, thank God, but people say, you know, you care so much about those kids that what about ours? You know, yeah. we, we we lose the focus on our church kids and even our personal, our own kids. Mm-hmm. That's not the way God's math works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when we first started seeing our best kids get the Holy Ghost, we saw a redoubling of our church kids get the Holy Ghost. And that's the same way it happens. Like, the more we concentrate on the work of God, God's like, oh, I got this. Well, you know, just to add to that, it was so neat because on Friday in my wife's class, obviously it's Christian school, you know, we got Dawson and um, um, Avalon and our our 
church Sunday school kids mm-hmm. there, you know, praying in class. And they prayed for over an hour and a half. This is seven, oh, I guess wow. they're seven, eight-year-old, third and fourth graders. That's amazing. Uh, for over an hour and a half, she just let them pray. My wife, it, it got us so good. So she wasn't feeling good. So she was fine. But it was so awesome. And that's, mm-hmm. that's and cool. every single child in that class is praying. So it's, I think it's carrying over just because, you know, that's God awesome. is so good to us and, and he's blessing. And, and they're so good. Um, because they're, I, 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 it's funny to say a seven-year-old like Dawson is a mature Christian, but he is it, it, in his peer group for sure. But yeah. watching these kids pray and the way that they bond with the other kids and, and the bus kids and whatever, and watching, you get a group of six kids, you know, all their arms around each other, and like a group hug, bond, pray. But they're praying, they're crying, they're weeping. It's the greatest and it thing. Just, it's just neat. And even around your daughter, there was like three or four other girls from Sunday school yeah. all praying with her. It was just it's awesome. It's so beautiful to see. It's yeah. so innocent, so pure yeah mm-hmm. so pure we can't take responsibility for everything that that, that, that the kids do as far that are you know as positive but it's it, it you, you like to think that you contributed somehow to it like uh paxton lee i was told by his teacher that at school he carries church cards he gives them to mm-hmm. every one of his friends mm-hmm. he invites his teachers he invites everybody that will that is near him to mm-hmm. church he invites them to sunday school mm-hmm. it got to the point that teachers like Buddy, we need to kind of wait till break. You know, he's, he's like on it, and I love it. I love it. You know, you can't you can't uh, you know, downplay a parent's involvement. I'm not in any way, but how cool is that? You know, I like to like to think that some maybe we contributed to that. I hope mm. <clears throat> it's exciting. It's really cool. Yeah. So, anything else about the kids revival on here? I just want to say kudos to Sister Thomas too for the foyer. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. So this is this is what happened. We we have a harvest fest coming up at the end of October, and for our church, it's it's one of probably the second biggest event of the year. It's huge, probably mm-hmm. second to Easter. Honestly, it's close. It's massive. Mm-hmm. We have three or four thousand people visit it. I think last year we or not last year it was COVID, but before that, I think we had like thirty two hundred people come in, which is wow, it, it's so it's huge. It's it's a big event. Takes a ton of time, ton of prep. And so that's at the end of the month, and here we are on the 15th, our kids' revival's coming up, and I'm, like, trying to take care of both. Not not take care of them, but, like, anyway, get, get things moving in both. And I didn't have time. Like, for the foyer, I was, we, we do a big deal. When the kids come in, I want them to get involved from the second they walk in the door with no downtime. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I saw her, and I was like, Leah, can you help me? <laughs> can you take care of everything in the foyer? Like, and I kind of walked her through it, and she's like, "Yep, no problem. I'll take care of it." She's so awesome. She did amazing. Yeah. Well, it, she got a bunch of people involved. She got Liz involved, and Kim, and Darylin. Uh, Darylin, um, your uh, James Thomas, her husband. Uh, your husband was involved. Mm-hmm. Sister Mercado uh, and her daughter. Sister Lozano, mm-hmm. Teresa Lozano. There was a lot of people in it. Yeah. Um, and they made it look so cool. So they did an astronauts in training. The kids came in and got a badge, and they had to get stamps for each of the training regimens. And, and I wasn't in there enough to be super familiar with it. What all do we have going on in there? Uh, so Friday, because she switched the game. So Friday night, uh, they came, did check-in. They got a badge. They did an obstacle course. So they crawled through like hula hoops, um, pool noodles, and then she made hurdles out of pool noodles that they went over. They went um, to a section where they built a rocket. So it was like flower foam. What is it called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like the, 
wet it normally and put it in the yeah. bottom of the vase. Yeah, so we wrapped that in um, aluminum, aluminum foil. Um, and we had a bunch of blocks, so they had to try to build a rocket really quickly. Uh, they did this moonwalk kind of thing where she had these galaxy stickers with scriptures on the floor. And then they put their foot in each basket. There's two baskets. And they kind of had like to walk through that. And then there was one where it, you had to shoot a rocket. So it's the one where the straw is attached to a balloon. You blow up the balloon and then it shoots through um, a structure my husband had made. And then they had to walk through this massive balloon arch to that get That was the, the biggest church. balloon arch there, there I've ever one seen. One more, the rock over there to throw like meteors. Oh, the comments. So that was uh, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday morning Sunday they did that. Yeah, that was Yeah, cool. so Sunday morning she changed the games a little bit. Yeah, and your husband made that rocket, like mm-hmm. he freehanded it out of leftover yeah. styrofoam, and it yeah. was so, incredible. Yeah. It was, it was, like it was identical. It was yeah, it was the flower. It was the Save the scraps from that one thing, and and then Leah said, "Yeah, I think I can use that." And then your husband took it and 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 cut it out and uh-huh. put it together and made the exact. Oh man, that was so cool! I it was, was so really nice. It came out really nice. And they made a balloon arch that was. Help me if I'm exaggerating. Fifteen feet tall. Is that fair to say? I'm five. Yeah, it was like three times <laughs> me. Well, we had to get on a, we had to get on a lift. Yeah. And, and go up a good distance from the floor to even attach it and it was it was the width of two sets of double doors so 15 wide probably i mean think it was massive there's no telling how many balloons are in it it was huge and then hanging from it were these uh streamers it was just it was so well done the cool thing is we're in the we're in the sanctuary really working on it hard and uh we come out in the foyer and it's just as cool in there as it was in the, where yeah. we were at. <clears throat> and we didn't even have to think about it. It just, it just, <laughs> it was beautiful. It was awesome. So yeah, thank you to everybody mm-hmm. that was involved. That was a, <clears throat> a great weekend. Incredible. All right. Anything else? Kids Revival? If you guys have any questions on the script, on what we actually did, we'll be happy to share that with you. If anybody wants that, uh, we'll be happy to send that over. Pictures, whatever. We'll be happy to send whatever we got. Um, and the last topic that we're going to discuss is, is definitely not not a fun topic to talk about in, in the sense that it's good news by any means. But a good friend of this church, a good friend of, of each of us, Brother James Wang, has passed away. Uh, this isn't news to anybody in the children's ministry community. Uh, but that was uh, a week or two ago, and his funeral's coming up on the 30th. And, and I just felt it would be remiss to not just... Just remember him for a little bit. He was such an incredible guy in children's ministry. And uh, for those who don't know him, he's from San Jose and he is a, a young man. He's 40 years old, I believe, uh, has, has three, three young boys. Uh, and oh, man, the, the fact that, that, that he is not with us anymore, I, I still can't wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's this rough on us. I can't even yeah. imagine his family or his yeah. church, the impact. He, he, is, he is absolutely crucial to that church. So uh, if there's anybody, just any memories or anything that you guys want to say, I, I, I don't want to just monopolize it. Well, but. I'll just, I didn't, I didn't really know Brother Wang that well. I think it was at one of the Redlands um, um, children's seminars that he came down, what, two, two, two maybe three years ago? Yeah, he came down a couple times now, but yeah. Um, but the first one he came down, because then, so I kind of got to know him there a little bit, 
And then, then we came over. It was the moment we came back over to, and we, he, they talked. He talked to our Sunday school class, and we also, I think, we did a, a podcast. Didn't we, Danny? What, was was he a part of that? Yeah, wasn't it? it was Brother New? Oh, it was. Yeah, there were three guys. <coughs> it was Thomas Rome. Yeah, yeah, Thomas and, and Brother New came, but he, James he had to leave. Yeah. But we, he did our. He did the, a, a kind of like a little teacher training thing. Uh, so I kind of got to know him over the last couple of years. But it started at the Redlands Conference. So so plug for for those kind of things before we kind of go on. But uh, is go to those things. The contacts you make. But he was such an inspiration. And I, and I'm telling it the last one when you guys did the one skit and he kind of talked and finished up. But he talking about how how when he was a kid he made fun of him and stuff like that i'm telling you i was just like i'm out there as a, you know as an adult listening to him and it just touched my heart thinking about how he was made fun of he couldn't i guess he couldn't speak english that well he's you know and um but just um but how he tried to want to fit in and i just kind of like man he just wanted he wanted to go back in time and choke everybody that was mean to him because he's, <laughs> he's such a Seriously, nice if, if, if you've ever heard him tell that story yeah you'll never forget it yeah. I remember the first time I heard it, I'm just like, I, exactly the yeah. same feeling. It's like, how could they do that to somebody? Yeah. You're just making... Because so many, yeah, because cause some of us, uh, you know, can, can relate to, to that, being yeah. made fun of as a kid, you know, and, and, yeah. and um, you know, and you just, you, you when, and I, and that's, I, I, I tell you, that's one thing I hate to see. And, and like, I, I'm pretty tolerant, I guess, as the grandfather of the group here, you know, the kids, but I really hate to see kids picking on other kids, you know, yeah. and when I, when he told that, it's like, oh, it just got me. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. So he, he was just a legend. Um, if, if you've ever gone to one of those children's ministry deals, you, you realize that he really was a student of children's ministry. Like the guy, every book I had ever read, he had already read them. And then he had like 10 more of the same theme. Yeah, have you read this one? Have you read that? I'm like, never even heard of the guy. So, and yeah, and they were all great. I mean, they, he was a, an absolute <clears throat> uh, student in children's ministry. Um, he wrote the, the trawler yeah. software that we all use for our, our bus ministry. Uh, that's what we do our attendance on for our classroom, for our uh, main check-in for Sunday school, for each of our buses. It's what we, uh, it's just, it's, he's done so much and I, I, we are going to miss him horribly, horribly. I would, I would have to say one thing that I do, I, I remember was uh, just recently we did um, junior camp with him yeah uh great it was a great junior camp he he just it was it was amazing um so that was in august yeah uh sorry i'm sorry no, that was in june, june and in august he got sick so yeah. just a couple months after he he did our junior camp he got yeah, sick. And just just telling uh he had a one class uh, in the rotation and it was about his parents and like how he told the story it was so hilarious you know how he told about his mom and his dad and i mean he was just a great funny guy that was just he you can tell he loved uh children's ministry and it was it was, it was, it was just <clears throat> yeah yeah seeing seeing this guy who who is a uh for those who don't know the guy's brilliant like he worked for google that's why he went to san jose in the first place oh, wow. um transferred to a startup he's a tech genius i mean just brilliant absolutely brilliant and seeing him being brought in on a stick, do you remember that at junior camp? Oh yeah, to be eaten. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. So he he made it, he he was doing a skit, 
And he was not afraid to make himself look like a kid. He was not afraid to, to embarrass himself. He, he, didn't, I, he didn't know what embarrassment was when it came to kids, children's ministry. I've seen people that are afraid that kids might laugh. He didn't care. Yeah. He came in hanging from a stick, you know, so to be fed to the lion, you know, to fed to the tiger. And, uh, he dressed up as an angel. Yeah, and, yeah, and that, that's the opposite of, of how we, he is. Like, he was funny and... But at the same time, when it was altar call and it was serious, he it was just powerful the way he, yeah. he just, I don't know, just the way he he spoke and just everything about it, it was it was powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I well, and you know, and one other thing too is is when I think when he talked to us and maybe some of you were there, he's let me see if I get it right, was um, he said that somebody asked him, it says, so when you get done with Sunday school. What do you what do you want to what do you want to move up to? Like this was like you know they they made it look like it was a stepping stone to something else. Like he wanted a position, he wanted to be the director of of this or you know and, and whatever. But he goes, well, what do you mean? I'm I'm at he was already at the highest point that he wanted to be. He was where he wanted to be. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He said that at at one of those seminars. Someone asked him, so when are you going to start doing youth ministry? He said, why would I want to do that? Yeah. He said, I, he said, I see myself, and if I, if I remember the quote, something like, I see myself as like a holistic care. I'm teaching them how to take care of themselves so they don't need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. He said, that's what I do. He said, I don't want to be a surgeon. I don't want to be someone that's trying to fix someone broken. I'm going to try to raise them so they don't have to ever be broken. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And that's just, that was his mentality. <clears throat> Years ago where I first really got to know him is, uh, well, the first time I ever got to know him, he came here to this church and he just showed up on a family day. I'd never met him before, never seen him before. And Alexandria, now Flores, she was Pierce at the time, said, hey, I want you to meet this guy from San Jose. So he shows up and, uh, I, and I had heard about him because a Blue Bomber crew from San Jose, everybody knew about Blue Bomber. Uh, it's there. They were like the first apostolic incredible bus ministry. I mean, as far as like that took it to, to crazy extremes, like they made bus ministry cool, like really cool. And we wanted to be blue bombers. I mean, like all the stories were just un- unbelievable. So when I found out this, he's here, oh my goodness, this, the blue bomber guy's here. Um, and so I'm showing him around and there's some people that are, they, they kind of pretend they're interested and then there's people that are really interested, and you know. I remember uh, he, he said, do you mind if I kind of see what you guys have in Sunday school? Well, I was pumped up. Nobody's ever asked. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to show you. So we'd go into a classroom. Everybody else would kind of yawn and move on. He's like, oh, this is cool. And he would ask question after question after every single room. What else do you guys got? We went to the Sunday school. I remember the Sunday school store. He had, he, they didn't have one yet. And he said, this is so cool. I'm taking this home. That's awesome. And they did. They took it home. And honestly, they did it better than we do it. <laughs> <laughs> and everything that we showed him, it wasn't just a feigned interest. It was like really genuinely excited about anything that we had going on. So that's where I got to meet him. And then after that, I got a call and he said, hey, would you be up to starting? And I, I can't remember what he called. I think it was like a, he called like a mastermind group or something. Um, and so he got... Myself, Tyler Hodge, uh, brother Dwayne Uzzle from Tennessee, Jillian uh, from uh, Fort Myers, uh, Florida, and we'd meet once a month. We'd call in and do a video conference and just share what happened in Sunday school in our churches. Mm-hmm. What worked for you? What didn't work for you? What challenges are you guys encountering? Mm-hmm. 
And this was the cool part, and this is something I'll never forget. It's at the end, he would always say, all right, what are you going to do in the next month before we meet again? One of those things that we've said we were going to do for years and years and never done, right? And so we would have to be accountable to each other and say, okay, I'm going to accomplish this in the next 30 days. And we knew for sure he was going to call us on it. For sure. Guaranteed. I remember on day 29, I'm like, oh, no, I have done nothing. And then I would like scramble to try to just have something I could say that I accomplished because it was so pitiful. Sometimes Sometimes we're just in a state of survival, right? Like, I just want to get through this week. And and it seemed like every time he's like, yeah, I wrote a book. Not really, but I mean, it seemed like that. You know, yeah, I just got finished writing another encyclopedia. And I'm like, well, I... uh, I tied my shoes twice. <laughs> no, but it really was. It, it, it absolutely changed uh, my mentality at children's ministry. So he was an incredible guy. And uh, his funeral's on the 30th of October up in San Jose. And I, I, I uh, man, I, I will miss him. I will miss him for sure. So anyway, I'm sure a lot more could be said and, and will be uh, then. But for now, I... Is there any, anything else on that note? If we go too far, mm-hmm. this is going to get into a really, really uh, weepy uh, <laughs> podcast. And so, well, okay, so let's try to make it. Into, yeah, I mean, but just take, you know, it's, it, like I said, just kind of full circle back to developing your, your Sunday school department. It's like, I, I he think, was the ultimate at yeah, that, by the way. And, but it's like going to seminars. And it's kind of like, you know, like I said, if you don't have a Sunday school department you can brag about, it's kind of like I think your dad talked about. The guy at the funeral he had to do where the guy was, he could whistle. Boy, could the guy whistle. And for 20 minutes, he just talked about how that man could whistle or something. Because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> but if that's all you got in your Sunday school, you know, start from there. But just encourage your team. Go to seminars. Listen to podcasts. Reach out to us. I mean, like I said, Brother Phil, we'll, we'll send you anything. If we can help you to make you, we want, you know, yes. it's like I said, I think we got a great Sunday school. There's probably so many other bad ones. I would have loved to, and I hopefully I'll get up to see the Blue Bomber crew. I've, I've experienced what they do in Baton Rouge. It's just phenomenal. And I, you know, go out to other churches, see what they do. And we've had people come here. I remember, um, I'm drawing a blank on their names from Arkansas. Um, family came in. Um, the, the, um, I hope he's not listening because I can't remember the name. He's got three kids. Uh, delayed The Motes. Motes. And uh, they came, I remember they showed up and just, you know, coming out because, you know, just, and if we could do anything to help or something, but go to the other Sunday schools, but just encourage your team, you know, reach out to people and just let them develop and, and try to help encourage them. And, and you know, I, I, I mean, it's it's amazing. I don't think we've seen the, the we've just scratched the, the tip of the iceberg, I believe, yeah. with you know, with what people. Would. I mean, like, like you said, Sarah Toronto, you know, it's it's just been phenomenal, you know, and just there's so many others, and yeah. so just let them go. And yeah. so, last thing on on uh, Brother Wang and what you just said is he was one of the best. Like they had one of the best children's ministries out there, and he never stopped trying to get better. Yeah. Every time we, he would put out these webinars. I don't know if you guys ever saw these, but he would put out Next Level Kid Men. He'd put out these webinars and he'd have a, like a, a quote unquote expert on a subject, on outreach. Someone would come and they'd just talk about outreach and he'd just ask them questions and people could write questions um, online. He'd have someone on uh, you know, object lessons or someone on all these different things. That, that, and uh, he was the one, he would do it so he could get better. 
mm-hmm. but he was sharing it with everybody. And so it was just really cool to see someone that had probably one of the best children's ministries around, and he was always trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's, 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 I don't care how far we, we get in this, however, however good it, it ends up, it can always be better. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, we learned a lot from him. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming here. Uh, we've had a, a, a fun <laughs> fun podcast, a sober uh, podcast as well. But thank you guys for listening. If you have any uh, ideas that you want us to talk about, send it to info at apostolicsundayschool.com. Uh, other than that, we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. All righty. We'll see you guys. Bye. Breeze waving for this <laughs>